You ready, Billy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Born ready. Howdy, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Cowboys of the Osage podcast, brought to you by the Ben Johnson Cowboy Museum, located in historic downtown Pahuska, Oklahoma. It's old Cody over here, and as always, I got my co-host with me, Mr. Rodeo Historian himself, Jimbo Snively. Hey, Jimbo, what's going on? Where are we at, and who do we have? Hey, Cody boy, it's another great day in Osage, but we don't have to be in the Osage today. We're at Wayne, Oklahoma, and uh, we're talking to uh, Billy Good, who's a member of the um, Good family from New Mexico. He's a national final steer roper, just a great family from out there. And his wife, Darcy, who's... uh, Got her family's full of rodeo history. She's Doug Clark's daughter. Her great great grandfather was Monroe Veach, and uh, just a great couple. Uh, and uh, we're going to visit with them. She's a also a breakaway roper, cab roper, team roper, and uh, they got it going on. We're going to find out all about it. So, Billy and Darcy, welcome to the Cowboy of the Osage podcast. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Hey, Billy. The Good Family out in New Mexico. Yes, sir. What a, what a rodeo family that is. It's, uh, yeah, it's hard to live up to, to a lot of them for sure. So <laughs> tell me about. It. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about your family out there. That oh, uh, the reason that it's so hard to live up to sometimes. Well, I tell you what, my family ranched out there for over a hundred years and. Uh, a lot of people thought very well of them and uh, everything I've always heard out there, they, they treated people right. And uh, the rodeo and deal was just a plus and, and a way to get away from it. And uh, my uncles were very successful. My dad was successful. Um, got a cousin, Gary, he won the world one year. Uh, just, they lived it every day and could go to town and prove it. Why Why do you think, Billy, there's so many great cowboys came from New Mexico? Well, I don't know. Back then, uh, the country was bigger, and and uh, those guys right there, you know, used to, they said that that was the steer open capital of the world. Had Sonny Davis and Sonny Wright and, Olin Young. and all those guys, Olin Young. They all yep. lived right there together, and they could get together and practice. And, uh, you know, that you go back there now, and you don't see see much of it but back then it yeah and, and going way back jake mcclure was one of the great cab ropers of all time and bob crosby a little later than that and then cab ropers like glenn franklin and you know like you said olin and sunny sunny Wright. i mean it, it's just really a at home pedigree probably the greatest bulldog of all time maybe Absolutely. you know right there from new mexico it's really rich tradition yeah lee county new mexico at one time was known to have more world champion steer ropers than anywhere yeah. i think world champions yeah that's something else i mean you know i think that maybe all these guys from new mexico rope so good they're power ropers to overcome that wind out there <laughs> you got to really be good with a rope to overcome that wind out there i know that uh you go rope with somebody and uh you can tell whether they roped in the wind much or not because they won't take that extra swing and you got to take one or two more swings in the wind most of the time out there, for sure. There's, that's just a given. Did you always know you wanted to be a roper? Uh, no, I tell you what, I played basketball. I, I roped as a kid, and uh, oh, I wasn't taking it serious enough, so Dad, he kind of 
he told me to pick one or the other. So I, I went to playing basketball, played basketball all through high school and uh, thought I wanted to pursue it in uh, college. And there was just no way I could work and play basketball too. And uh, I'd roped through the high school rodeos by then. And, and uh, my brothers both, they roped and uh, it was just a, a better path for me to go down. And uh, so I went with it and shoot, I'm tickled I did that instead. There's a, a way better future. So, yeah, yeah. That's it. Darcy, what was it like growing up Doug Clark's daughter? Well, I didn't know any different, right. um, but um, it was great. I've met so many wonderful people and getting off the bus every day from school, I never knew who was going to be at the house right. roping and hanging out and uh, just a lot of history yeah. here. Did you, when you were a little girl, did you think you wanted to rope? Yes. Yep. I really liked running barrels, but I was about seven or eight, and from then on, I always had a rope in my hand, and I liked, yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't decide if I wanted to rope calves or team rope more, but Dad, he always was like, you need to rope calves. <laughs> <laughs> Dad sure liked that more than team roping, but... Uh, wow. A lot of young ladies, they kind of dropped their rodeo career if they were ropers after high school and college, but now it's totally different thing. It's totally changed up right now. Um, yes. You, what do you think about it, Darcy? What's I, going on? I think it's wonderful. A girl can be a strict professional breakaway roper and make money just like everybody else. It's so exciting. It's about time. I mean, it's great. Yeah, I think this year we got the first girl to qualify woman, girl, um, for two events in the NFR, breakaway roping and barrel racing. Yes, Taylor Jacob. Yep. It's awesome. Hmm. Yes. What about that competition out there right now, though, in the breakaway roping? Ooh, yeah, you got to be ready. Your first swing, you got to be ready to throw it. Yes. It happens quick, doesn't yes, it? Yes, sir. Yep, it does. Have a horse that scores good is so important more than ever because you got to have a good start. Yep. Sets it up. It's serious business. I saw a girl the other night on TV. Actually, Mike Uthier's daughter wins 60000 bucks in one loop. Yes. That's a big check. She's I mean. For the second time. Yeah. Yeah, for the second time. time. Yeah, she's uh, she won the American a couple years ago, and <laughs> you know her dad very well, Mike? Very well. Yeah, he's one of my favorite guys in the world. Oh, yeah. 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 I got a real soft part in my heart. The wilder they are, the more I like them. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, he might be the wildest. He might be the wildest man I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Mike Uthier and... Uh, He's the only one that can pull it off. But I tell you what, he's a great guy on top of it. Absolutely. He's a good family man, seems like, and uh, but he likes to have a lot of fun. Yep. <laughs> breakaway rope, and what about breakaway horses? Yes, it's a huge market. It's a good thing you got Doug <laughs> Billy <laughs> yeah. around. Yes. Yep, it's fun. Um, I've always kind of had one or two around playing with, but now, I mean, and so many girls are great horse trainers, and you actually can make that your profession now. And Always have one and make money with them. And so, are you two traveling rodeoing together now? We and have been. trying to enter in the same rodeos, yep, or we have been. I, I I go to all the circuit rodeos, and usually the trip in and the breakaway slacks are close together, and it's it worked out really well this past year. How satisfying is that to be able to travel with your wife? She's competing. You're competing. <laughs> well. It's very satisfying, really, because a lot of the time I see Darcy sitting in the stands, you know, the last few years, and I know that she needs to be entered just as much or more than I have. And so it's hard to sit there and watch her in the stands when you know she needs to be roping at the same same rodeo. So now she's getting a chance to, and she needs to take take the 
advantage of it. So it's great. So you gonna hit the road this year, Dart? This next year, Darcy? I'm gonna try. Yeah, I've been thinking about it, trying to get some horses together and. Are these building rodeos? Are they gonna have a breakaway rope in this coming winter? The big rodeos? I, what I hear, yes, they are. So what's it? What's it gonna take for you to get qualified to go to some of them? Or would you have already had to been qualified? Um, you, you've probably already had to been qualified for most of them. Yeah. I know the rules yep. are real loose right yep. now on a lot of stuff because there's just not not a whole lot to go by. I, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It, I'm just it's, assuming. It's evolving. There's a lot of changes, so you got to be reading up on it. It's hard to keep up with anymore. Yeah. Who's qualified for this? I mean, they've just turned everything upside down from the way it used to be. It was so simple to, to figure it out before, and now. I don't know who's who's roping where or, or what they had to go through to, to get there, but it all works, I guess, and the money's good. It's all matter. You know, I hate to say that I'm disappointed in anything in uh, the sport of rodeo, which I'm really not, but mm -hmm. when I saw that the breakaway roping wasn't going to be in the Thomas and Mac yeah. with all the other ones, right. boy, I had to really scratch my head and wonder why right then. Don't you think it's just a matter of time, though? I, I Well, I, I bet somebody last year to be in there this year, and I've yeah. done lost money on the deal, so I yeah. don't know, Jimbo. Yeah, surely it will. I was surprised. I thought it was... Yeah, I mean, they could have slipped that in. I know the breakaway ropers are saying, wait till it's right, but when's it going to be right? Right. When they do it. Yeah. That's when the time is going to be right. I bet in just the next year or two. It's you, just getting too big. They can't ignore it much longer. They can't keep it out. Put yeah. it in with the steer open finals. How's that? Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. We'd be really rooting for these two. Right. Absolutely. To watch them. Well, sure. At the same finals the same weekend. Yeah. I'd rather watch Darcy on TV, though, at, the, at Las Vegas. I would, too. That's big time. I'd rather be in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be. Yeah. <laughs> I love Vegas. Last year, you had quite the year, Billy. What, did you start the year off winning Odessa? One Odessa. Um, That's kind of like a backyard rodeo for you over there, isn't it? I've roped in. Well, they actually have their level in, or uh, Andrews, sorry. They have there at Andrews, and I've roped there growing up high school rodeos, junior rodeos. So You want to hear something crazy? First few times I went to Odessa roping, they had it outside in an outdoor arena, and yeah. it was snowing. <laughs> the ground was frozen. They they waved the hat rule and everything. And then, uh, and then they built a, a cover over the arena. But they didn't put any. They didn't put any sides on it. So uh -uh. It's colder. It was colder inside than it was outside after they put the roof over it. Yeah. But now I guess they have the slack in in Andrews now. In Andrews, and it's a. That's a great, great place, place to rope. Oh. Shoot. Yes. Yeah. No. Roping can get fairly dangerous in that building, just the way it's set up. Oh, exactly. And depending on what kind of steers they bring, you know, if they're if they're a little bit on the weaker end, you know, you're tying them an eight and nine. Better be on your game. For sure. What was it like roping at the finals? It was awesome. Uh, I tell you what, a lot of people told me coming in to be ready. It was a fast-paced deal, but I think uh, anyone that's practiced with me may think that I don't uh, slow down enough in the practice pen. I like to practice running one after another and, and more or less get done. And, and uh, So that part of it wasn't bad as far as I had... Uh, my brothers and a friend of mine, he, he pushed for me, and I had Doug back there, and shoot, I had my team right there with me. So mm -hmm. it was great. It really was. So that's just something that not everybody knows about, bringing your own little team to the finals. Exactly. you got to have your So how many guys are you allowed to bring? Oh, you two is kind of what they want back there, but you can't keep my brothers out of the <laughs> from behind there, too. You know, they, they were down there every night, so that was nice. Uh, and I... Uh, 
I had a friend from home that was a, actually Homer Pettigrews, I think he was. Uh, Relation? Homer would be his great uncle, I believe. Um, anyway, he was, he was there and I had him pushing for me and man, it was, like there was one steer there I couldn't run without him. So yeah. uh, that steer really circled back to the left and beat everybody and I asked him if he thought he could get him hipped right get him to step in that right lead and he did and shoot tied him in nine or ten With, without him couldn't have done it right, right just had to have my team there to do for sure to do sure. that anyway so it was fun i know your dad he uh he ended up 16th 17th 18th in the world numerous times just out of making the national finals yes sir yeah he, how big of a deal was this for your dad for you to make the national finals when you made it was it a big deal for your family because I, I would assume you knew all about what was going on when your dad was rodeo and he was trying to make the finals several times and, and just came up short a few times and probably how heartbreaking that was for him and, and discouraging. So uh, no, it had to be a great day when you cinched him, huh? It, it was. It was really good. Uh, now, Dad, he, he had to go back home and had that ranch down there and had to, you know, times were a little tougher kind of in the 90s and 2000s as far as the cattle market and stuff went weren't as strong back then and so he had to go back home a lot take care of, had a lot of other stuff on his mind so tend to uh, business for for me it was easier just to because i didn't have all that sitting at home so this was my profession and so it was good but yeah i think they were pretty excited i know he dad had to does, be super dad proud. doesn't say much to me about it but i think he's <laughs> can you do a good impression of your dad Oh, because uh, if everyone, no one's ever heard your dad speak. It's just, it's one of the greatest things in it's, the world. It's slow. You don't deep. get in a hurry. <laughs> no, it's slow and deep for sure. I don't. We're not going to get a good impression of him. I know you can talk just like him. You grew up with him. Oh heck, I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know, one time I was just a kid. I was at Pendleton, Oregon, and. uh your dad was riding his horse and had a six-pack of beer. And they said, sir, you can't be uh, riding your horse and drinking beer. He said, all right. And he just stepped down off his horse, and he handed him the reins, and he went on walking down the street with his six-pack of beer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's true. Story. And that's all he said. Yeah. All right. I mean, real slow, yeah. real deep. You can have the horse. Beer's better. Uh, well, Pendleton, you know how it is up there sometimes. But uh, your dad, he won the Ben Johnson roping. He did. That was a big thing for us as kids. I remember my, my mom and dad dropped us off there at uh, my aunt's house. We stayed the week with them. Dad took off, come up here and and come back. They called. I think he went 8,500 that day. And, saddle of course it's a big deal for our family i mean real big deal and then come to find out when i met darcy doug and i were talking and and doug won second that year so that was pretty small world pretty isn't it? the law of averages yeah. that ain't gonna happen very often no no that that ain't gonna happen very so your dad won it and your future father-in-law won second that day yep yep so. You won the first go around this this year, didn't you? Yes, sir. I thought you were gonna if you had well, your second steer get up on you. Second one yeah. got up, and then you were real good on your third. And, I think yeah. I placed on my third one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. It's a good day. Just yeah. needed one more good steer. To yeah, play. yeah. You just about followed in your dad's footsteps here. In fact, uh, Shay, the steer I drew in the first round, Shay had had at a rodeo before, and I called him and 
he had messed, maybe messed his string up on that steer, and he said, you should win the go-round on that steer if you'll do your job. Sure enough. Yeah. Shay, how's he related to you? Shay Good. He's my cousin. Yeah, he'd be Billy Frank's son. So He's been in the Nash Finals a couple times. Cheyenne, mm -hmm. winner. Right. He dang near made the Nash Finals roping calves. Yeah, Shay Good. Another great New Mexico cowboy right there for you to add to your list, Jimbo. I know. It's, it's, it's unreal. Sometimes us Okies get thinking we're the only one state that has all them great cowboys, but New Mexico's got their share, too. I know. I know. New Mexico's got a bunch of good ones out there. Some of my heroes, Olin Young and St. Davis, were two of my heroes growing up when I was a little kid. Oh, yeah. Something wrong with you if they wasn't. I know. Yeah, because they were great people and, and just roped good, you know. Oh, like I remember when I was a kid, I... Several times we went to your, uh, I guess your dad's house and practice. Is that where y'all's practice arena was? Definitely down off the hill there. It's, it's big. Yeah, it was. I remember it was big. And you know what else I remember? I there wasn't a running water out there at the roping <laughs> arena, and the water they brought to drink was in uh, bleach jugs, and tastes oh. just like bleach. Oh. Handy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it worked. <laughs> Quench your thirst, but yeah, warm you at the same time. Warm you at the same yeah. time. I just, uh, yeah. for some reason, that's what I remember about that. Mm. Man. I wasn't old enough to be roping or nothing. I was just making mud pies with the bleach water over there in the corner. Maybe that's what you're supposed to be doing with it, not drinking. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what's wrong with me today, right. the bleach water that I drink. How nice is it to be rodeoing and have a, have like a support group like your cousin Shay be there to help you out or... Oh, it's good. Tell it's, you what a steer did, or vice versa. Oh yeah, it's it's really good. He uh, he's not afraid to call a spade a spade for sure, and it's good to have that when you know they're in your corner and and uh, take it positive. And with him being there, shoot, he's he's been around them, and I tell you what, I used to a, a few years ago, I'd I'd talk back to him and make fun of him, but. I hate to say it, he's right most of the time. So. <laughs> Funny how you figure that out as you get older. I know. What's the age difference in you two guys? He's a little bit older than you? Shay would be 50. Shay's 50? Yes, sir. Uh-oh. So. That means I'm getting closer to 50 every yeah, day, Jim. You're getting old, Cody. I ain't liking yeah. the sound of this. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's 20 years difference. I was actually the, oh, the, what do you call it, the ring boy in his wedding. The ring man in his wedding. Ring boy. Kid, yeah. Yeah. Ring bearer. Ring, ring bearer. bearer. Yeah, I, always <laughs> I knew we'd that. get it. Always get that. Boy, he ropes good. Yep. Your family out there just uh just an iconic that last name you think of steer roping when you think of the good name. Yep. Or I do. But there are also some good calf ropers out of the deal too. Yeah. You guys Ooh. have any bull riders or saddle bronc riders in the family? Not that I know of. My nephew, he acts like he wants to ride bulls, but we're kind of hoping that thing be yeah. kind of cloud over in time. I, my brother, he rode uh, saddle bronc a little bit in high school, rode ranch broncs very, very well. Um, he's natural. I wish he would have went more with the saddle bronc deal. But, uh, Your brother's rope any? Uh, my oldest brother, Brad, he, he rodeoed some. Oh, yeah, I remember Brad. And... Uh, Shoot, they both just ranch. Uh, Brad, he's a, I guess you'd call it wagon boss for the Wagners down in Vernon. And uh, my brother, Till, he's recently went out on his own and training horses. And does a good 
great job. So. Darcy, how often do you rope? Are you roping right now? Are you getting ready for the breakaway? Or are you yes, going? sir. Um, I also have a clothing business job, so I kind of juggle both. But right. um, yeah, I try to rope every day. And I've always just helped head or heel or helped yeah. tune up calf horses. Uh, I just part of it yeah right. just help out part of your life isn't it yep. where so. you grew up hey i had my wife nine months pregnant holding downstairs so i could run down the rope and tie them yeah, yeah. yep were you holding downstairs nine months pregnant darcy <laughs> not pregnant but i've done that oh, okay. <laughs> oh y'all don't have any kids yet do you not yet <laughs> no y'all working on that yeah hasn't happened yet <laughs> just hadn't happened yet yep well i bet that's going to be a roping kid when they oh, have it it'll just be another one of them goods from new mexico Unless they be them. They have twins. They'll probably be world yeah. champion team. I know. It's going to be something else. Last year, I thought you were making a run for the world championship. When I saw you, you cracked out, won Odessa, and then you just kept winning all year after that. Uh, what did you end up in the year? I think I ended up ninth. Ninth. After the finals. Yeah, went into the finals, kind of had rough luck on my first two, and just... Uh, one of those years, there was a lot for me still to learn, even having that, you know, that good of a start. Uh, there was a lot left to learn through the summer, for sure. So. It seems like a guy like you'd win a lot because you got that long frame and you can get your hands on them pretty quick. You kind of look like your uncle, uh, cousin Gary, a little bit. Kind of got that that frame. I, I wish I moved like he did. He, uh, he was a track star in high school and that guy could do anything uh my legs don't move like that so. <laughs> <laughs> so. when did you become an okie uh, i graduated college in 2013 um there was a bad drought out there and uh we'd shipped everybody's cows out and i knew there wasn't going to be much work around there and uh, i talked to darcy's dad and doug said man come up we'll rope ride a bunch of them so i thought man i'll just come up for a summer deal and and uh they hadn't been able to kick me out yet so that's eight years ago yeah eight years and i hadn't quit raining since so i don't see any reason <laughs> going back <laughs> are you gonna make a hard run at the finals next year absolutely yeah got a got a pretty good start this year and got two or three good horses and I'm, right. I'm excited about it got it start this year can you explain to everybody what that is because it's still this year, not next year yet. So what's going on with that, Billy? Well, this year's, uh, it's been different this year. They've added two or three rodeos for um, in October. Uh, to start the new year, 2022, you start October 1st. And uh, so we, I think we had seven or eight eight rodeos, I believe, in October. Oh, wow. That's with, a busy October. Yeah, with the circuit finals, it was eight. So, and then we've got Lubbock this weekend. So there's going to be nine before the first of the year. And, and used to, you know, you had three or four maximum, maybe, maybe yeah, two. Couple, and then it was Odessa was the first thing kind of kicked everybody off. But. Yeah, there were a few South Texas rodeos, and then yeah. that was it yep. till Odessa. Yeah. So there's nine, nine potential rodeos to go to after October 1st. There was for us with the circuit finals eight, I believe, for for uh, yeah eight, so, including Lubbock. Does the circuit finals money count? It does. Yep. Still does. They've talked about taking it away a few times. But well, I mean, it used to not, and then it did, and now it does again. Okay. Right. Yeah, and I think they've kind of got to the point where 
if we're gonna leave it, let's just leave it. So everybody's got a plan, you know. So, uh, I mean, everybody wants to make the circuit finals, but you're gonna go to those two or three extra circuit rodeos over others if you know that your circuit money is gonna count next year, you know. So. Well, there were years. I mean, I think there were about three, three times that I made the circuit finals and didn't even enter it because it wasn't hardly worth going to. But it counting for the year end now, it seems like it's a little better deal. Right. Makes it a lot more, more worthwhile of entering, and it might be even a better roping now than it than it, it used is. to be. It's made it a lot. I used better. to really scratch and claw to even get the circuit finals together just a few years ago, or any of the money for it, or anything. Exactly but right. now that it does count for the year end, I imagine uh, everybody thinks about it a little harder and helps out a little more. Being the well, and we can we can thank Burwell as far as I know. Uh, the last few years, Burwell has really contributed to the steer open and circuit finals. So they've. Uh, they really helped things out. So. Billy, uh, Mulvane, ever since it's been a Mulvane, the money has really picked up up there. Too. I mean, they're hoping for good money up there to finals now. How long is their contract? Do you know? I mean, I don't have a clue on the contract. Yeah. Uh, I try to, there's a lot of those things I just try to stay, keep my mind out of yeah. because you can get caught up in a lot of those things yeah. and they can keep you leaning one way or the other. Yeah. If you yeah. have us think about the rope and only, I think, better. Right, right, so, sure, sure. But, um, I believe it's there for the next two years. Anyway. Yeah, right. I hope yeah. so, because it's it sure um, been good money up there. Yeah, and, and it's a great place to rope. It's centrally yeah. located, you know. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good spot, so yep. very good spot. What do you think's different now than when your dad was rodeoing with you rodeoing? What seems a little bit different to you? Oh, uh, there's a lot of guys that take it. I know there were guys then that, that took it serious, but Brent Lewis and I had a conversation one day and I was having trouble winning anything. I could get it on him as good as anybody, but my groundwork was horrible. And uh, he said, man, when, when I was first started making the finals, you could rope really good and tie decent and make it every year and win a lot. He said, now you gotta rope good and you gotta tie good. And that hit home with me, so when I got home, I. I went to time a lot more. And uh, I think that's a big deal. Uh, there's more guys that can be, now seems like there's more guys that can be gone away from home and make all the rodeos. And uh, everybody can rope now. I mean, you're not, everybody entered there's got a good chance of winning, you know, so. Probably uh, more good ropers than, than there were, Ever, you know. Yeah, there were there were great. It seemed like everything you hear, read, and and saw, there were great rovers. There always has been, but there's right. just more of them. Right, it right. Seemed like the number of guys entered that can just. You yep. think your nine second run is good, and you mm -hmm. ride out, and there's twenty guys left, and yeah. you might not place. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, which has happened? I think I tied my first single digit steer the other day and won a round. I tied four or five and didn't even, mm -hmm. I didn't know if I was going to place some of them. So, pretty crazy. So, it's a little bit different deal. Brent Lewis, there's another one for you to add to your list. Great New Mexico roper. Yeah. Brent Lewis. Yeah. Pinion, New Mexico. But now he's a Amarillo guy, right? Absolutely, yeah. Boy, that's someone to take some advice from right there, Billy. Oh, man. Literally one of the greatest ropers to ever live, period. Brent Lewis, he hustles more than anybody. I mean, if I was going to take advice from somebody, 
on a short list, Brent Lewis would be one of them. Yes. What's it like to be able to just call a guy like that up and uh, or stop by his house and man, if you have him, him help answer, you out? It's good, but yeah. him to answer you, <laughs> pretty tough. Well, he's a busy guy. <laughs> yeah, busy guy. He really is. So no, I see him, see him pretty often and pick his brain, and he uh, he's had to hustle for what he's got, and I can appreciate that. So yeah, it's uh, pure determination and grit when you watch him rope and uh, Absolutely. and a lot of I mean. Jimbo, did you watch Brent Lewis, Pocatello, Idaho, Dodge National Circuit Finals? I don't know. It was ninety, mid nineties, sometime. No. They back his horse in the box. Now this is for money. This mm-hmm. ain't a horse show. Nothing right. like that. This is for money. And they take his bridle off his horse, and he nods. Who takes his bridle off? Brent has someone take the oh, bridle off his horse, right in the box. He yeah. nods, and wins second in the calf roping. Yeah. With no bridle. Right. On purpose. Right. He's good Crazy. to take advice from. I'm not going to say that he's don't, uh, don't take that advice yeah, from him, Billy. Don't take your bridle off your horse before you nod at, at the National Circuit Finals. In I don't see much right? of an advantage to it. <laughs> well, it was uh, such a great horse. I mean, it was a great right. thing to watch. It was something so cool. Horse. But Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. you got to have a lot of faith in your horse to do right. that. Right. Definitely. You ever had a horse you think you could take the bridle off and... Do the uh, same thing every time. I've got one right now. I wish I could put two bridles on a lot of the time, but <laughs> not take one off. Sure. So. Yeah. <laughs> so the open gig you've been up to, how nice is it to live by a, well, to have a legend for a father-in-law to kick back on on some advice? Oh, I couldn't have done any of it without him. Uh, in fact, I'd never run a steer. I'd, I'd always told myself I wanted to get done with college and then, start roping steers and when I come up here I had that chance and uh, Darcy actually had the calf horse at the time she called peanut and you could just do anything on him and couldn't mess him up so he's what I got to learn on and I didn't deserve to get to ride that good of a horse to start out on I know that I wish I had him now but uh, so it was really really great um, especially the logging and and getting to know a steer horse and what they need to do before you ever enter and the horsemanship end of it uh, I think everybody can agree that I'm I'm lack some of that so when I get to work right here with Doug it's just awesome because I get I mean get to ride not just one horse I got to ride a hundred of them out here in five years that at least a hundred different steer horses and you get a feel for everything or a problem here that you didn't have with the last horse and you learn how to fix it with somebody that's fixed it all. And it's pretty cool. It's a very, very fortunate. When you were getting ready for the finals last year, what was, what was it? What, what did you do to get ready for the finals? What was your daily routine like? Or did you even do anything special? Didn't really change up much. Uh, every time we're home, uh, I'm roping here a couple days with Doug or a couple days at my house. And just, I tried to maybe overdo the ground game more as far as running down the rope and tying a lot more. Felt like my horses were good to go. Um, and I just didn't want to over practice on them, you know. So I tried to stay off them as as much and put more into into the ground but that was you know i'm trying to make it it's just another rodeo it's supposed to be try not to make it a big deal so 
even though well it's the rodeo you went to every rodeo all year to, to get to right exactly. so it is a little more than a rodeo well it's it's hard to <clears throat> it's hard to keep it in you know it's hard to you can blow it up and make something out of it that it's not not have any fun and i just wanted to keep it fun for sure so it's a good place to get on a roll probably absolutely that's right yeah you talking about the craps table or the either one either one, <laughs> either one. the national finals or the crap craps yeah. table hey darcy clothing company what clothing company do you work for or do you own a clothing company yeah i own a little clothing store called hazel's fashion wagon mm -hmm. uh, we had a storefront here in purcell for a while and now it's just online so i can still kind of enter and do some things but yeah, it's named after my great-grandma Hazel. She was a, a seamstress and Wild West show cowgirl. She trick rode and high jumped and did it all. But I kind of named it after her. And now be real specific and tell everybody that's watching this how to get a hold of your place, the the website or yes, wherever you sell everything from. Yes, hazelsfashionwagon.com and we're on Instagram and... Yes, I actually just got the news that I get to go to the Art of the Cowgirl in January and set up. So I'm super excited. I've always heard about that event. They have women's ranch rodeo, horse show, horse sale, but it's just for cowgirls. So it'll be a, a good time. Do you got to help ship out all that stuff she sells on the internet, Billy? I think she's got tired of me. <laughs> so I don't, I don't have to help as much as i used to i think i finally complained enough that i kind of veered off i kind of seen what my dad and doug have been able to pull off so trying to mimic that a little bit if you mess up enough well they'll quit what exactly. you do yeah that's that's right that's my theory yeah well what do you do billy when you're not roping oh, i like to hunt um shoot horses for a living though okay so boy <laughs> He picked a bad way to make a living right uh -huh. there. What do you uh, hunt? Deer hunter? Or? Uh, yeah, like to deer hunt mainly. But Did you hunt mule deer out in New Mexico? We just got back. Uh, oh, yeah. Went out on a hunt with my brother, muzzleloader hunt, and uh, just had some tough luck. And, but it yeah. was fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. Oh, yeah. We had to go back home. So. You ever hunt any of them mountain lions out there? I haven't. No, been around them and, and uh, got some friends that do. I went one time, didn't have any luck. Yeah, yeah something else there's plenty of them to hunt yep so. yep so you rope you hunt yeah and just the horseshoe and and that's just been here the last couple of years i started shoeing when i was in college and uh got up up here and doug helped me a bunch with the angles of of shoeing a performance horse and uh had a friend that lived here nate maven that helped me with some shoeing quite a bit and uh just didn't really shoot for the public much shod doug stuff around here and and mine and then uh, I realized that it was riding horses and training horses was just too tough to pull off and be gone all summer and didn't feel like I was getting my stuff done right so I leaned more towards shoeing for people and uh, it just went crazy and took off and lucky very lucky to have the customers that I do but uh, it shoes some great horses so it's been it's been awesome. And get to shoot for a lot of the guys while we're rodeoing, you know. We'll be gone up there in South Dakota for a month or two and get to shoe almost every guy's horse that's... You know that'll give you a bad back when you get old. Yeah. 
Feel it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I've seen it in a lot of people. Absolutely. Yep. You better get Darcy out there doing the shoeing you'll work. I bet you can, sure. you can clean them up at the end. Yeah. Clench the I nails and rasp them off. Too. That's, that's about like me helping with her clothes. We just kind of stay out of each other. <laughs> What a couple these guys are, Jimbo. Oh, rodeo's power couple. Right there they are. Yep. Well, Jimbo, you got anything else for Darcy and Billy today? Well, just thank them for sitting in with us, and uh, we expect to see Billy at the national finals next year. And I expect to see Darcy at the national finals next that's year. That's what I, we're going to watch her on TV next year, or the next year. One, I mean, it's going to be soon. I can feel it. Anytime. Yep. And uh, we just thank them. Thank you, guys. Appreciate Don't forget to, Darcy, what's that? What's the name of your website again? Hazel's Fashion Wagon. Hazel's yes. for all your fashion needs. Cowgirl-inspired clothes. <laughs> Cowgirl-inspired clothes. Wow. wow. I, bet it's a, I bet it's a cool place. That's where I'm going to go Christmas shopping for my family. Hazel's Fashion Wagon.com. Billy, you, want, you taking any outside horses in? To shoe, or uh, you just got a pretty good list you're shoeing right I now? Tell you what, I've had to turn a few down here lately just because I I know I can't keep them up right in the, when I'm gone in the summer, so I'm gonna have to go ahead and say no on that. If you got a real gentle horse that'll hold its foot up for Billy, <laughs> he'll shoe himself, and I'll all yeah. but shoe himself, he might think about it. Exactly. <laughs> well, good luck this next year, guys. Thanks Both of you. you. We sure appreciate you coming on, and uh, we really look forward to see what the future lies for both of you guys for sure Thanks a bunch. it's gonna be one heck of a they're gonna have one heck well they're already from two historic families I right know, here for sure just like how big and historic they're gonna be when they get their own family going I it's know, gonna be huge it's gonna be yeah. huge well until next week this has been another great edition of the cowboys of the osage podcast and uh thank you guys again for coming on and we'll see everybody next week thank y'all yes